10, 10 9, 9, 9 8, 8, 8, 7, 7 6, 6 5, 5, 5, 4, 4 3, 3, 2, 2 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hello and good morning to everyone. Welcome to the pre-show. Thank you all for joining us on this Friday, July 2nd. 4th of July weekend is ahead of us. I know a lot of you are headed out of town this weekend, so just be careful on those roads. Want to say good morning to everyone who's already up. Checking in this morning by sending us a text at 702-364-9400. We have Scuba Dan still listening in Australia. Thank you, Scuba Dan. Also, we have Marcus and Maria listening this morning. So is Deborah, Jeremiah, Melissa and Francis, Buckeye Bob. We have Carl checking in. Also, Tracy, Perla. We have Rudy, Jim in Michigan, Miss Kit Kat, Zach. Jan is listening. Husker Bob, Turtle and Boople. Lance just checked in. Rick, Diana and Sarah. Also checking in on Twitter at Mercedes in the AM. We have Martin. We have Don. We have Mike. We have Melodies. We have Regina. We have Jack all listening. Happy weekend. How you doing? Good, good. I'm excited because tomorrow's the big day. America's birthday party, a Summerlin community celebration. The big parade's happening a day early tomorrow morning, and it's one of my favorite times of the year. So I'm so looking forward to being out there with you and, and all the listeners and Brian and Sherry from Channel 8. We're going to be on a float this year. Tomorrow's going to be a blast. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And if you normally go to the big patriotic parade, it's a smaller scale this year, but it's still happening live. Like last year, we, we went virtual, which was still a lot of fun and it was uh it was definitely appropriate for the time and so now it's back it's a little smaller so if you go out there make sure you uh keep that in mind it's not like an hour an hour and a half long event it's going to be a half hour it's going to be short and the the um the route is shortened also so if you normally set up shop where jc and i were announcing the floats there's no parade in that section. You're going to go want to go down one more block on Hill Center and and be there because you're not going to see anything if you're up in that area. There's nothing that's going to be there. Um, and they have all the information on the parade on the Summerlin Council's website if you want to go check that out. But, yeah, I got a sneak peek yesterday, and it's going to be so much fun. It's going to be really, really cool. There's 25 themed entries, and it's just, yeah, it's just going to be a blast. And so that that's the one thing I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to a lot of things. This weekend, but I just, it's just a great feeling being out there. So that's what uh, that's what I'm excited about for this weekend. How about you? Uh, same, yeah. We're gonna see some friends um, this weekend. <clears throat> Excuse me, my throat is all. Get it out. Get it out. <clears throat> yeah, we're gonna see some friends this weekend and just kind of hang out and yeah, really looking forward to that uh, this afternoon or this evening. We have some friends that are gonna come over to the house and we're just gonna chill out and and relax for a little while. So yeah, it's gonna be a good weekend. Looking forward to you know, I know a lot of people have Monday off since 4th of July is on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So having that Monday off and yeah, it's just going to be a really nice weekend. Kind of a, a crazy day for us yesterday. So this morning I woke up, I'm like, it's Friday. You're almost there. Just take it a day at a time. The finish line is in oh, sight. Man. Last night when I went to bed, I'm just like, okay, uh, <laughs> this, this day already. It was, was kind of, was it a day? Yeah, it was a day. I, it, there was some stuff that went on, um, yesterday afternoon and evening in, in the neighborhood. And I can't get, I can't get into details. And, and I'll just tell you, everyone is happy and safe and everything is great. But it was just, I'm just, just like so over everything last night when I went to bed. My husband was literally like, he's like, I can't fall asleep. I'm like, me neither. 
either. I, this is, oh man, it was just a crazy day. Are we going to get into it later on? So what, what Mercedes and I do and Steph, we email kind of like talking points for, that we have for, for each each show. We email the night before and I try to read the night before or the morning before the show. I haven't looked at your talking points for today. Is it in today's talking it's points? It's not. Okay. It's not. And it, it's probably, it's. I just, I don't want to bore everyone with the details, quite honestly. It's, it's nothing like earth shattering. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, some little personal things that kept happening, that, that were happening yesterday. I'm like, okay, so the weekend is coming up. It's we're just going to look towards yeah. that. But yeah, other than that, it, it, everything is great. And we are just so excited about everything we have going on this morning. I feel like because I was like <clears throat> yelling and screaming last night, that my, oh my voice God. is a little you, raspy. It was a screaming kind of night? Not really screaming. It just I was worked just up. like, yeah, worked up. Exactly. So, all right, let's start the show. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Gin and Juice by Snoop Dogg? Laid back. It's a good song for you. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to hear Californication by Red Hot Chili Peppers? Or do you want to hear Walk Away by Kelly Clarkson? Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on Facebook or text or call us 702-364-9400. We'll catch your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd were spotted having dinner in L.A. on Wednesday night. So everyone wants to know, are they dating? They reportedly spent several hours at the restaurant before leaving separately so they wouldn't be photographed together. Angelina's 46. The Weeknd is 31. Now, of course, it could have been some kind of business meeting. It was just announced this week that The Weeknd is going to star in a new HBO series. And then Angelina was reportedly spotted leaving the apartment of her ex-husband, Johnny Lee Miller. Those two were married in the late 90s, so it could just be a friendship-type dinner. But they were out together this past week for a couple of hours. That's It's just so funny that like a man and a woman cannot have a meal together <laughs> without them assuming that there is something going on. I think it's hilarious. Day <laughs> day. Oh, yeah, they're getting married this weekend. (laughs) Yes, yes, they are. Iggy Azalea, she collaborated with Britney Spears on the song Pretty Girls. This one here. We brought this up earlier in the week, but earlier in the week, Iggy spoke about how Britney was treated by her father, Jamie, in her conservatorship. Iggy implied that Britney's people would not let her promote their album or the song, actually. Then the next year, she said that Britney's team actually searched her house before they could work together to make sure that she wasn't trying to stash anything weird. Uh, And she also made it sound, um, she said that they wanted to make sure that Iggy was not being a bad influence on Britney Spears. Well, Iggy is speaking out more on how awful Britney's dad, Jamie, treated her. She tweeted yesterday, it's basic human decency to at the very least remove a person Britney has identified as abusive from her life. This should be illegal. She mentioned she saw Britney restricted on the most basic things, like how many sodas she could drink. Iggy added that Jamie pretty much held her hostage It would not let her on stage at the Billboard Music Awards to perform with Britney until she signed an NDA. 
Wow, this is just insane. You just keep hearing more and more stories about the whole situation. Yeah, stuff uh. keeps coming out. Well, speaking of Britney Spears, after speaking her mind in court, Britney has now been invited to testify about her conservatorship before Congress. In a letter to Britney, four members of Congress have shared their deep concern over her conservatorship and want to help out. Well, good. Hopefully (laughs) this is rectified soon. My God. Stop. Want to know how much celebrities are making on Instagram? Hopper HQ has released their Instagram rich list for 2021, ranking stars with the most valuable Instagram followings. So number one is soccer star Christian Ronaldo. He tops the list. He has over 295 million followers. A sponsored post will cost $1.6 $1.6 million. Wow. You like never have to work again. Just post stuff. Yeah. Hey, you want to post one thing? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. The Rock is uh, second place there. He's $1.5 million. Ariana Grande is is $1.49 million. Then we got Kylie Jenner, Selena Gomez. So these stars, when you see them post a product, they are making big money on said product. I, I, I thought that they're supposed to put like hashtag ad on them. Do they? I, I Honestly, I don't scroll down enough to look, but I thought that you're if you're getting paid for it, you're supposed to put that you're getting paid for it. That's what I thought too. Yeah, it, was, it was some kind of sponsorship. Yeah. But then some celebrities will bury it. They'll have like 50 other hashtags and in there in those hashtags is the hashtag ad. You gotta look deep oh, for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not looking that deep. I'm <laughs> probably not even reading the hashtags. See it, like, move on. Alright, coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, we'll have more dirt for you. Here's Taylor Swift. It's Mix 94.1. To another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1443. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. Friday, July 2nd. I feel like my voice finally warmed up. Like, literally, when we cracked the mic, that was the first time I spoke all morning. I didn't even warm up my voice on the way. <laughs> and sometimes I'll sing along to the radio or just, you know, talk to myself in the car. I was like silent. So when we literally cracked the mics this morning, if I I was like, good morning. How are you today? It was so scratchy. But now I feel like things are up and working again. I feel much better now. That you say, Well, just so you know, you sounded great in the opening break. <laughs> Your voice sounded great. And it sounds just fine right now as well. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was uh, it was just one of those things that I need to remember to do. Like, whether I sing a song, which I'm not a good singer. It's just a, it's just the practice of warming things up. Yeah. Or uh, sometimes I'll just have conversations like, wow, it's a beautiful day today. Oh. I love that there's no traffic and I do like positive affirmations and try to be happy. Like you're going to have a great day today. And today, uh, I don't know why I was just like, mm, drive. <laughs> there's a little angel, like trying to get the, the positive affirmations going. You're like, not right now. Just, I want to concentrate <laughs> on getting to my job. Leave me alone. So I'm excited for the show today. We have a very special guest joining us in the eight o'clock hour. And I cannot wait to talk to him. I'm talking about Drew Robinson with the, he's with the San Francisco. Giants organization with plays for the Sacramento River Cats. Born and raised a Las Vegas kid, and he haven't heard his story. It's just incredible. He's a survivor of an attempted suicide via gunshot wound to the head. He lost his right eye back in April of 2020, and he's back playing baseball. Yeah, and if if you remember last time that Sacramento was in town playing the Aviators, he hit a home run, and his whole family was there to witness it, and it was just 
absolutely incredible. Well, they started uh, four night stand uh, yeah, last they, night. They won last night. Yeah. Well, they meaning Sacramento Them, won last night. A, Drew's yeah. team won last night. Um, and so we're going to talk to him today just about uh, just what he's been through, mental health, battling it, how he came out of it on the other side, and uh, and well, I, of course we have to have some fun with him too, and and talk to him about you know just growing up in Las Vegas yeah, and kid. stuff awesome. like that. So we're super excited. That's at eight o'clock this morning. So I am just really really excited to talk to him. There's his documentary came out about a month or two ago. It's alive. The Drew Robinson story. It's on ESPN and, and Hulu as well. And I want to watch it so bad, but but I don't have. I have YouTube TV, so I had to subscribe to the. ESPN app, and so I had to subscribe to it, and then I put the notification in my phone to make sure I cancel it within the 30 days, because I don't want to get charged. I just wanted to watch Drew's story, and so I put it in my phone to cancel it at the end of July, so that way I'm not charged for another month of ESPN, unless all of a sudden I'm into watching these ESPN movies and documentaries, but I got the, the notification to cancel it, so I'm not charged. Which you may be. Did you ever watch the uh, the Chicago Bulls thing? Did you watch that? I started. I watched bits and pieces. I didn't watch it start to finish. Man, that was so good. I didn't think I'd be that into it. Like I remember the Bulls being good, you know, when I was younger, and and you know, my my brothers was like, I want to be Michael Jordan, and he's always playing basketball and all that. But um, I didn't know the story behind a lot of things in regards to the team, in regards to. Michael personally and that ESPN documentary was so fascinating and so interesting. It was just the dynamics of everything. It was awesome. Didn't that come out during the pandemic? Wasn't yes. pandemic TV? Uh, what's his name? Joe Tiger, Joe Exotic. Wasn't it Joe Exotic first and then the Jordan documentary where they came out at the same time? I felt like that was some pandemic viewing, which it, was really good. It was. And, I, and I'm glad I saw it. Oh, thanks, Steph. It's called The Last Dance. I forgot the name of it. Um, it's really good viewing. If you're looking, if you have that app now, Watch it. Okay, that's good. <laughs> until until it runs out. <laughs> yeah, I'm paying for it. Might as well get as much out of it as I can. So, yeah, Drew and his story coming up at 8 a.m. And then also this morning, where do we start? Disneyland. We're sending you there. 9 o'clock hour, we have those tickets for you around 940. 8 o'clock hour, there's tickets to see Chelsea Handler. And just about 15 minutes, when you win, heads up. You'll get a four-pack of tickets to the Las Vegas Lights. They've got a home game tomorrow night. You'll be there. There's a huge fireworks show after the game. Got your tickets coming up. And we also have What's Trending. What do you got for us? What celebrity couple is set to get married this weekend? A new TV channel dedicated to this singer and the fashion trend from the 80s and 90s that is coming back for you guys. We're going to talk about that coming up next in What's Trending. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, Las Vegas Lights Football Club, a game tomorrow night, home game. You'll be there. Four pack of tickets are coming up right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Gwen Bonnie and Blake Shelton are trending this morning. It looks like they could add to the fireworks this 4th of July weekend. According to TMZ, Blake and Gwen applied for a marriage license earlier this week in Oklahoma, which requires them to wed within 10 days of their application. Ooh, yeah. Right. This now, is an indication. Now, based on sources close close to the couple, the intimate, intimate event is planned for tomorrow, Saturday, July 3rd. TMZ is also reporting that the couple 
has an entire weekend of activities and celebrations planned, but they're staying a bit flexible because I guess there's the weather down there is not the greatest. I'm not sure what's going on. I haven't kept up with the, the heat wave. Maybe it's just maybe. It's hot all over the country right now. Yeah. Word is that their kids are already in Oklahoma and that they sent their private plane to L.A. yesterday to pick up Gwen's immediate family. The couple has gone on record saying their wedding. It's going to be an intimate event and only family will be in attendance. You're not going to see like celebrities there. It's just going to be family. That's something Blake has talked about that he wants to get married on his on his ranch on his farm out there and so they're there and that's interesting they got 10 days to do it so obviously something's going down yeah i wouldn't be surprised uh next time we talk if they're going to be married finally so we'll see about that also trending this morning is elvis presley do you want elvis all day every day well now you can thanks to a new elvis streaming channel now it's going to be free It'll show Elvis films, documentaries, and archive footage. It's on um, something called Cinedime. And so they'll also showcase artists like that are related, like Johnny Cash, uh, Roy Orbison, people like that. The Elvis Presley channel is going to be available in the United States and Canada. It's going to launch in early 2022. Elvis Presley, he appeared in over 30 films, including 1957's Jailhouse Rock, uh, fun in Acapulco in 1963 and in 1969, Change of Habit. It was July 2nd, 1969, that the International Hotel opened up. Barbara Streisand was the first headliner. Then Elvis came in at the end of July of 69. And that's what it all started here in Vegas. Over 600 sold-out shows at the International Hotel. Yeah, just a, I think this channel will be very popular to those big Elvis fans out there. Have sure. you ever seen an Elvis movie? I never have. No, I've never seen an Elvis movie. I've seen uh, seen bits and pieces of some, like Viva Las Vegas, and then oh, what's the other one too? There's like a campiness to it. There's some of them he didn't want to do. He, he was just unfortunately was signed to a contract to do X amount of movies, and and uh, he he did so many of them though. This is gonna be an interesting channel. Is he is he a good actor? I mean, the, the ones that I saw, he was playing like Elvis. He was playing like he was a singer in it. He plays like him. Everyone I saw, bits and pieces, he was just a ver- different version of himself. Okay. It's like how Jennifer Aniston is always kind of like, it seems like some kind of twisted version of Rachel. Elvis was just like kind of a twisted version of himself. Oh, interesting. I, yeah, I've never actually seen one, but he had like different names. Like he oh, was yeah, like Elvis yeah. and all no, of them. No, okay, yeah. I'm just checking. Um, also trending this morning, Jorts. Yep, you heard me right. Jorts. In the world of men's fashion, there are some interesting items making a comeback. You had the fanny pack. That was elevated to the men's it bag on the runways of Prada, Fendi, and Gucci. Then you have Crocs that kind of morphed into a hot ticket item, thanks in part to collaborations with Balenciaga and Justin Bieber. And now Jorts, a.k.a. Jean Shorts, they are back in style. The global VP of men's design at Levi's said Jean Shorts are definitely making a comeback for summer of 2021. An outdoor gear company called Hand Up Gloves, they sell $40 jorts, and apparently they say they can't keep them on the shelves. They are just flying off, and according to their head of marketing, it's it's nostalgia that's bringing them back. I feel like they, they've always kind of stayed in style for women, but like... Women's jean shorts are much different than men's jean shorts, that's for sure. And this is just in time for John Cena, who's scheduled to return to wrestling for a little bit this summer. And he's big on the jorts, so it's perfect timing for the guy. Yeah, so get, go out and grab your jorts. And then finally, this morning, Taco Bell is trending. They are partnering with the NBA for the introduction of NBA Comebacks. It's a revamped version of their popular Steal a Game, Steal a Taco promotion, promotion during this year's NBA Finals. So the first time an NBA Finals team is losing at halftime but comes back to win 
the game, they'll score a free flaming hot Doritos Locos Tacos for fans across America. And interestingly enough, the likelihood of that happening is pretty high since it's happened in seven of the last 10 NBA finals. Redemption Day details are going to be shared at a later date following on uh, NBA uh, an NBA comeback. And then the Phoenix Suns, they're already in the finals. The other spot's going to either go to the Atlanta Hawks or the Milwaukee Bucks. And that is what's trending. Caller 20. 702-364-9400. Your caller 20. You're playing heads up, and it's a fun prize for this weekend. Yeah, we want to get you some passes to go check out the Las Vegas Lights Football Club. It's going to be so much fun. You will get a four-pack of tickets to the game this Saturday night at Cashman. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now. We have your category. Since it's Friday, there's one left. It's writing a caption. You do get to pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Good morning, Renee. You're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes. All right. We want to get you these passes to check out the Las Vegas lights. Your category is writing a caption. So social media day was on Wednesday and these are all different social media apps. Okay. Okay. Who do you want? Who do you want to pick as your partner? Uh, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Renee. It's real simple. You have 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You only get a four-pack of tickets to the Las Vegas Lights, their game tomorrow night. Ladies, you start now. This is the one where people post their pictures on it. Uh, Snapchat. No, um, like in, uh, everyone's life looks so wonderful. You scroll. They have stories up top. Um, Instagram. Yes. This is the one where you have just a certain amount of characters to say something funny or informative or... You send oh, uh, you send out one of these little um pass. Okay, pass. This is just the standard Mark Zuckerberg uh your, your, uh, Facebook. Yes. This is the one where people do dances and stuff like that that's blown up. TikTok. Yes. This is the one you first said, the one with the pictures and stuff and they disappear. Snapchat. Yes. This was like the original and Tom was one of your top friends. Oh, uh, MySpace. Yes. This is the one where if you want to do arts and crafts, right. you, you put things on your board. Pinterest. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got Woo. it. Nice <laughs> job. Congratulations. Thank you. Renee, hey, you have 60 seconds. Use all 60 seconds, and you're all set with a four-pack of tickets. Las Vegas Lights FC, big game tonight against Tacoma. And then when the, sh- when the game is over, there, there's a huge fireworks show afterwards. So congratulations, Renee. And coming up next hour, your chance to win $1,000. That happens at 720 with Mix 94.1's cash code. Mix 94.1, that's Imagine Dragons, and new music from Imagine Dragons. Wrecked is out now. Okay, so did you see the big announcement yesterday? They announced their album that's coming out. It's called Mercury. The single Wrecked is out now. Are we going to play that this morning? I'm looking through because we're supposed to have it. Are we supposed to insert it on our... Uh, Steph, we supposed to insert it on our own, or is it automatically coming up here? I'll have to check with our boss, but we should have it in the system. Yeah, let's play it at some point this morning yeah. and check it out. So, new music from Imagine Dragons. Super excited about that. It is, uh, what time is it? It's 6.37, Mercedes <laughs> in the morning. I, I'm i sorry, I kind of have weekend brain. I am just, I'm excited about the weekend. I love I love being here and, and all that, but I'm just like, oh, it's going to be 4th of July weekend. We have the big um, celebration tomorrow, America's birthday party. 
up in Summerlin that we are hosting. It's it's a smaller scale parade than what we're used to, but it, I love that it's back in person, and we're so excited about that. And then you have the cookouts, and then the the pools, and all sorts of stuff. I'm just really excited about the weekend. When you go to a pool party, someone invites you to a pool party. Do you bring your own towel, or do you assume that they're going to have enough towels for everybody when you go to a pool party? You have the family, you're going to a friend's house. Hey, this is actually a pool party. We're going to be outside by the pool. What do you do? I always bring my own towel. I I thought every well, you know what I was I was going to say. I thought everyone did that, but then again, I've had people come to my house. And they didn't bring any, they brought their swimsuit, but they didn't bring a towel. So then I had to go in and bring out towels for everyone. What do most people do? You go to a pool party, some friends having a pool party. Do you bring your own uh, towel or do you assume they're going to have plenty of towels for everybody at the party? Yeah, I I mean, I didn't mind it, but part of me was like, oh man, I hope I have enough towels. (laughs) I'm not like, you know, Bed Bath & Beyond here where I have just a plethora of towels for everyone. And so I'm going through and I had to dig deep. I had to get like the old ones that I have like beer bottle, Corona beer bottles on them and palm trees. I'm like, this is all I got. And I just put them out there in a stack and first come first serve. But I think you should bring your, your own towel. I really do. I don't think it's up to the other, to the host to provide towels for everyone. Do you think it is? Well, I don't know if it's up to the host or not, but I, I'm like you. I do bring – that does put a lot of pressure on the host, if, especially if it's a big pool party. All of a sudden, there's 10 people, and you have to provide – when you're a resort, you got to provide 10 towels for 10 people there. So I'm like you. I do bring a towel. I don't bring it inside, though. I leave it in my car until I need it because maybe I don't go in the pool. But if I do go in the pool, I have time to dry off when I get out and don't even need a towel. So I, I do have a towel, but I leave it in the car. If I know I need it, I go out, get the towel, and then come back inside with it. I, it's funny because uh, when it, in my house, like – when we have people over, we have like the designated area for people to change if they don't come in their s- swimsuit. Mm-hmm. And that's that's our office. So you, if you need to change, go in the office, close the office doors. And then when everyone's done, it's like a line at the bathroom. Everyone goes in the bathroom and <laughs> it does their thing. And it's just so funny. There's there's always a, a routine. But I I prefer people to bring their towel. I, I don't have enough. For everyone. I really don't. I, if I have to start digging into the tip towels, then I know it's bad. It's like, I don't even use these. These are just for show. And does everyone have that one random towel? You don't know how you got that towel? Because I experienced that towel this past weekend. We have like a set of towels, like four towels. Like they're beach towels that we always use when my wife and I go sit up by the pool or do whatever. And they're, they're nicer towels. It was this past weekend. They were just dirty. I used them the weekend prior. Didn't get a chance to, to wash them. So I went to like our, our like laundry closet and open it up. And I'm like... What is this? It's a random tower, a towel that says California on it. And it's got like all these California things. And it was a very nice towel to use outside. But I'm thinking to myself, where did this California towel come from? I have no idea where it came from. I always like when I find towels like that, I'm like, someone was at a store and was like, I've, I've got to have this towel. I've got to have this California towel. I mean, it's speaking to me. I must have this. I, I always think about like buying towels. It's such a mundane thing, but something we all do and like. When you buy the beach towels, man, that's co- that's a commitment. That's like, this is so cool. I want to be seen on the beach or at the pool with this one. I have no idea. I didn't buy it. I don't remember buying it. Maybe, maybe we were in California uh, somewhere. I don't know, Huntington Beach or something. We needed a towel. My wife bought it at the resort or something we we're staying at because I don't recall buying this California towel. So I have no idea how this thing got into my house. It was a nice towel, though. People are saying, I don't like when people bring towels. That's Jennifer. You don't. You want to provide. That's very kind of you. I... I prefer them when they bring it. This one says I bring a towel unless I forget. Um, yeah, and if if you forget, that's 
it's, you got to have some extras for that. And then Steph uh, pointed out, I mentioned this on the show, gosh, years ago as a kid, as a teen, we're down like the Jersey Shore, and I bought, it's, it's a Pamela Anderson towel that I bought, and my parents kept it for all these years, and they shipped it out to me a couple years back. I do still have that towel. And in the house. Remember, we took a you took a picture of it, and we posted it on our Instagram a couple years ago, and it was all faded and oh, yeah. janky. It's like a thirty year old towel. Oh my gosh, you still have that thing? Still my class. part of my childhood. I don't. I hope you don't bring that to a pool party. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> and then you pointed out too, it was like Pamela Anderson, like a cartoon sketching of her, and she's like holding a snake. I never noticed a snake before. It's so odd. But yeah, yes. I wonder what you were looking at on Pamela Anderson. <laughs> I'm guessing it was, it was not, the, not snake. the snake. Yeah. All right, coming up next is all right. Um, up next <laughs> is the hot three. What do you have for us? All right. All right. Right, here we go. Fourth of July this weekend, and we're going to talk about what Americans are going to be doing. Also, we've heard of FOMO before, but have you heard of GOMO, and have you experienced it? And we're going to talk about someone who is making something called round hot dogs. What is this? It's all coming up next in the Hot 3. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. 22% of Americans feel like this 4th of July is the first time they get to have a normal celebration since the pandemic started. Do you have any plans for the 4th of July? For the 4th of July itself, our 4th of July has kind of changed over the years. Now with the two horses, they get a little skittish with the fireworks. So we actually go out to the barn, to the ranch to kind of hang out with the horses. And a bunch of other horse owners are out there and they actually do a little barbecue and stuff. So we'll be out at the ranch on Sunday night to make sure everything's cool with the horses. Well, here, someone polled Americans to find out what they're doing this weekend. And here, here's what we've got planned. 36% of us plan to spend a big part of our weekend just relaxing at home. And that is down from 41% last year when more people were worried about COVID. 29% say they're going to go to a barbecue or to a picnic. That's up from 25% a year ago. 29% will also get together with family up 5 points from last year and only nine percent of us will go somewhere to see fireworks and nine percent of us will be firing off our own fireworks eight percent will go to see a parade or some local event and five percent of americans say they're going to go to the beach this weekend some of us have less exciting plans 26 percent say they're just going to watch tv <laughs> <laughs> it's good enough on yeah, tv why, right why not 12 percent say they're going to do yard work and uh 16 percent say they got chores to take care of they, they don't have time to do this nonsense and there's know? gonna be fireworks all over the valley this weekend it's like, a big celebration Summerlin, like it's just going to be so much fun. Anderson's so, in on the action now this yeah, year. It's pretty big. This is great. So uh, that is going on this morning. Also, most people know that FOMO stands for the fear of missing out. But you, have you heard the term GOMO before? That's the grief of missing out. And a new study found it was common last year. Four in 10 Americans say that watching normal things happen on TV shows and in movies has given them GOMO during the pandemic. And here are the top five things from shows and movies that triggered it. One was people eating at restaurants. 60% of viewers had GOMO said that, who had GOMO said that that triggered it. Characters that shop in person at stores and malls, 52% of us had GOMO about that. And and people just going to the movies, 52% of people. Um, I haven't seen a movie in a theater in a long time. Have you? 
Oh my gosh! Last uh, would be the the last Avengers movie was the last movie I saw in the theater. So that was 2019, I think. I can't remember the last time what the last movie I saw in the theater was. But swimming is something when you see people swimming. That's something that was giving people gomo. And then also just watching people have new experiences in general. That was a big one too. My mindset is is back to normal as far as like seeing large crowds. But I remember during the pandemic watching something an older football game or something where it was just you know a packed stadium and thinking, wow, look at all those people together now watching a Golden Knights game and, and crowded venues, my mindset is back used to it, but during the pandemic, it just seemed, seemed so odd to see something like that. The, the littlest simple things made seem so odd mm-hmm. to me, like people seeing each other and hugging and standing close to each other, and I was just like, oh my gosh, look how close they're standing <laughs> together. That's crazy. So those were the things that I was just like, whoa, what kind of Twilight Zone movie <laughs> is this? Um, okay, finally this morning, a debate online about what a hot dog is. And it's not because no one knows what's in them. This is something totally different. The meat delivery service Rostelli's is selling what they call round hot dogs. Well, they look like bologna, just thicker with a bit of a rougher edge. Now, this isn't the first time someone has made something like this. A while back, someone was making something called flat dogs. And Rostelli's has had them for a few years now. But still, the Internet the internet is fascinated by this. It even caught the attention of a hot dog expert named Eric Mittenthal, who's the president of the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. He dismissed the round hot dogs as glorified bologna and called them, quote, a wonderful sales creation. But Rostelli says there's more to it than that. They say their round hot dogs use high-quality meats that are chopped, not fully emulsified or liquefied like traditional bologna. They say their hot dogs are also smoked with a a special blend of woods before being finished in an oven. They sell for $18 but are currently out of stock. What do you think? A round hot dog. Is that that just bologna? I'm looking at them. They're all prepared and finished. Someone grilled them. They look delicious. You think they look delicious? They look disgusting to me. Oh, this one that I'm looking at? They look so gross. Because it looks like a hamburger to me. That's why. You've got the grill marks on it. They've got the finishings on it. They've got a little relish. They have some pickles on it. It looks really, really good. Could I eat it? No, because hot dogs destroy my stomach. It's a hot burger is what it is. It's a hot dog. I'm looking at a video of them when they they actually went on QVC to sell these. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at the video, and they're all out there. They're laid out, and it's just like these light pink patties with grill marks on it and it's like oh it just it it looks like spam which i'm not opposed to spam but it looks not as good as spam it looks like a bad version of spam burgers it's disgusting but if you're if you're if you tell me to give me a hot dog i don't want the hot i don't want that i want it in i want it like a traditional hot dog form yeah because if i go into it taking a bite in in like the burger way my mind's thinking burger. Mm-hmm. But then when I get the hot dog taste in the burger method, I, I'm 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 getting upset. Yeah, I can't do it. Your mind's going to be twisted. No, no. Big thumbs down on the round <laughs> hot dogs here. <laughs> All right, here in the 7 o'clock hour, your chance to win $1,000 with Mix 94.1's cash code. That happens at 720. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. How old were you when you got your driver's license were you 16 did you get it the day you turned 16 within a month of turning 16 so in pennsylvania at the time you could apply for your learner's permit i think maybe a month or so in advance so so i did that and then i remember getting my learner's permit like right after my 16th birthday and you had to have your learner's permit for i think two to three weeks 
minimum before you could go and take your driver's test. So I, I had it for the minimum two to three weeks and then went in right away and got, got my license. I was quick. I saw yesterday that Lady Gaga, it was it was uh, July 1st in of 2016 when she finally got her driver's license at the age of 30. She was 30 when she got her her driver's license. Is there anyone out there that was older when you got your driver's license. There was no need for it. I, you think she lives in New York City. She probably takes subway everywhere, walks everywhere. Most people that live in the city don't have a car uh, because parking is, there's not a lot of it and it's outrageously expensive. So she didn't have a need to get a driver's license until she was 30 years old and then too she then she becomes famous and she's going on tour and she's landing in las vegas to perform somewhere here in town she's not going to to um alamo rental car to or enterprise to rent a car and drive there she's got drivers limousines and everything else driving her around although she probably could get one of the platinum memberships and just walk straight to the space <laughs> and find her name on the board l gaga and then she just follows it and then she goes to her spot and then she drives her car off and she could did you see gaga on the uh, enterprise tram at the airport <laughs> my husband he gets so excited about that thing like he's got a platinum membership or something um for one of the car rental places i forget which one so whenever we rent a car he loves how he doesn't have to walk up to the counter he walks up to the board and he looks Mm. oh okay 62 <laughs> come on guys <laughs> he thinks it's like the coolest thing in the world we always laugh like man there's not a lot of people that get excited about seeing their name on the car rental board but your name my husband does. <laughs> okay so i your your grandmother because my grandmother um didn't drive she just she never learned how to drive and didn't you have a grandmother who didn't drive as well it's funny my grandma she did have her driver's license but she refused to drive and the reason was because the one time she did try to drive, she backed into a tree and she said never again. However, she kept renewing her license, She, she, she but she would not drive. And so it was so funny. Whenever we went to visit, she was more excited that my dad was there so he could drive her around places. He's like, <laughs> oh, she's like, I'm so glad you're here. I, I Take me to this place. Take me to this place. And, and so he'd have to be her little uh, Uber driver. It was really funny. My sister was late to the driver's license game. I want to say she was maybe 19, 20 years old. And she didn't get it until she was, she moved to North Carolina at one point because she didn't really need it. She was able to walk to work at the time. And, and then if she needed something, my mom would give her a ride. And she was in a rush to get her driver's license. So she, I want to say my sister was, I'm going to say she was 20 when she got her driver's license. Wow. I mean, who, who got their driver's license at an older age? And what was the reasoning behind it? Was it just that you just never got around to it? Was it you didn't have a need for it? Was it you didn't want it? 702-364-9400. This text says, my grandma got her license at 78. Nice. Whoa. And it's like she passed everything. Everything was good to go. That's impressive. She keeps putting it off. Like, I'm tired of walking. I'm going to get my driver's license finally. I got mine when I was 16, but it wasn't on my 16th birthday. It was it was three days after. I remember because my dad's birthday is three days after mine. It was on my dad's birthday. And my best friend... Her birthday was the same as my my dad's. So she was going down to the DMV and I was so upset that she was born after me. But why am I getting her my license after her? Um, and so I convinced my mom because we just my mom was like, well, we'll get you there. We'll get you there eventually. And I was like, mom, you got to take me. I got to get it before Amy. Today's her birthday. Let's go. And so uh, she actually got it an hour before me. And I was so upset. My like, God, oh, <laughs> she's had it an hour longer than I did. But do you remember the first place you drove to when you got your driver's license? By myself? Yeah. I don't know. 
I would guess like maybe I drove to McDonald's or something just to say that I did. I, I, I really don't remember. Do you? Yeah, it was football practice. It was still summertime, and we had two a days. So I remember driving to football practice, just being so excited. I remember being at an intersection and just going, oh, my gosh, I'm in the car by myself. I've got my driver's license. Complete freedom. Here we go. I just, it was just pure excitement overtook me when I was driving to football practice. Did you, like, turn up the volume in the car? So, no, because... Feel like making <laughs> The radio didn't work. Oh, it didn't? No, so I was sitting in silence. Yeah, let's go. Feel like making love to you. I wasn't listening to Foreigner either. Is was that, that Foreigner? Foreigner? I, don't I don't even know, know who yeah. that was. I just picture you listening to some, like, classic rock. Back then it wasn't classic. It was just rock. Rock. All right, coming up here, Seth. All right. Oh, this is a, this is an epidemic. This is bad. It's real bad. It's we need to have the all right uh, buzzer, so when we catch each other doing it, we can we can hit it. it we've got to not. We've got to Pavlov this out of us. Big time. And when we hear the buzzer, we stop saying it. We're aware of it. We just got to stop doing it. This hour, seven twenty, your chance to win a thousand dollars with Mix ninety four point one's cash code. A chance for you to win $1,000 is coming up right after the dirt. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Imagine Dragons' fifth album, Mercury, Act 1, will be released on September 3rd. And they just released a new song called Wrecked. It was inspired by Dan Reynolds' late sister-in-law, who passed away from cancer. Here is a little snippet of Wrecked. read the story behind it and, and yeah about his sister-in-law and he was there when she passed and uh he said it was the first time that he witnessed death death in that way and it just it kind of sealed into his mind the fragility of life and the the finality of mm-hmm. it all and so it's a really beautiful song i want to hear the whole thing i think we're going to play it here in a minute right yeah let's do it at the end of the dirt we'll okay. do cash code and then we'll do the brand new song for imagine dragons wrecked yeah quite the story behind the song chris hemsworth trainer shared some secrets on how chris gets into thor shape it includes up to eight meals a day in heavy weightlifting so keep chris is six foot three so he needs a lot of calories to build muscle mass he does this by eating every few hours and 450 calories each time meals range from a protein shake to steak and chicken now as far as the muscles chris says heavy weightlifting at least once a day sometimes twice and if you want to look like thor chris and his trainer recently came out with a 10-week workout routine for you to achieve thor muscles at your house it's all it's all in his um, on the center app is what it's on his center app hmm i mean i i like looking at thor um, i don't want to look like thor <laughs> miley cyrus will be performing at resorts world on sunday for the grand opening of iu day club and the performance starts at nine o'clock with the show it's gonna be broadcast on the resort's huge hundred thousand square foot led screen so you can go down the strip and see some fireworks and watch if you don't have tickets watch miley cyrus on the huge big screen outside of resorts world that's gonna be really cool that's a, it's gonna be a huge party out there with her oh performing oh my god if you're going, I'm jealous. It's going right. to be really good. Ed Sheeran and his wife, Cherry, welcomed daughter Lyra last year. In a new interview, Ed revealed the special music that was playing during the delivery. I'm going to give you three options to choose from. Which artist do you think they were playing when their child was born? Option number one, John Lennon. Imagine all the people 
you go to the labor, they put some John Lennon on. Elton John. Were they playing this artist? You're beautiful. James Blunt. Huh. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. It's true. Let's say James Blunt, just because I haven't heard anyone mention James Blunt in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> the artist that Ed and his wife Cherry were playing during delivery was James Blunt. James Blunt is like, thank you, Ed. <laughs> thank you. Ed says they were both big fans of James growing up and have been friends with James for years. So they're playing one of James Blunt's albums when their child was born. The baby came out like, what? Put me back in. He, <laughs> I, I don't know if I follow him on Twitter anymore or if he just doesn't tweet, but he used to be hilarious on Twitter. He makes fun of that song. So oh, does he? He makes such fun of himself and that song and people, they would say awful things and he would, he would have the best best comebacks yeah he does i guess he does still tweet he's still on twitter doing his thing yeah it's pretty cool they they were friends so that's one of the i think one of the reasons why they played his album album but james blunt was playing when ed and his wife had their first child all right here we go all right oh my gosh mercedes <sighs> hmm. okay say okay instead. okay that's the replacement word okay okay, okay. That, that's gonna get annoying then but at least it's not all right mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning. Hey, we have a lot coming up this morning. Don't go anywhere because in the eight o'clock hour, we're going to spin the oh wow wheel. What? I, I didn't even pick my song. What's the category again? Well, we talked about, we said, isn't it like, like barbecuing themes? Is oh. like barbecue outdoor, like 4th of July vibe, like, like all that in the one? Summer barbecue vibes? Yes. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll pick something vibes. right away. <laughs> <Summer>. <laughs> That's it, right? Summer barbecue yep. vibes? So it's not fourth of, technically 4th of July, it's just summer barbecue vibes. Okay. Yes, yes. Kind of like your Odyssey station, right, Mercedes? Yeah. I, that. I, have a, I have a new station called Mercedes Backyard Barbecue, and it's like 90s and 2000s hip-hop and R&B and stuff that I just like loved listening to, still listen to. And so if you want to check that out, you can check it out on the Odyssey app. And then JC, you have an 80s station for people who love 80s music. The 80s Revisited with JC Fernandez and it's just man, it's just loaded with hits and also just some rare songs you haven't heard in a long time. And, and thank you to people that keep sending me song suggestions to add to the station because every night I'm adding one or two little gems to that station and it's a lot of fun. And then Sean has a station as well. Sean's uh, Tempesta station is Y2 Play. It kind of captures the TRL era. It's really cool boy bands, rock and hip hop. So, yeah, check them out on the Odyssey app. It's cool stuff. Yeah, lots of stuff coming up. And then also at 8 o'clock in less than a half hour, we are going to have a very special guest. I'm so excited to talk to Drew Robinson. He's going to be joining the show. Drew Robinson, he plays for the Sacramento River Cats, which is a AAA club from the Giants. He is a Las Vegas native. He, uh, if you missed his story, he survived a suicide attempt last year and he he tells his story we talk about mental health with him he's i I can't wait to talk to him in fact steph asked uh when setting up the interview are there any is there anything that's off limits that you just you don't want to talk about and he said no no ask anything you want so we are going to talk about talk with him coming up in at eight o'clock this morning it is 7 34 and I, I was talking about something that has done more harm than good. Is there is there an invention that you feel has done more harm than good? Every morning I make my coffee here and I use a K-cup. And I feel like people, I've seen the articles, people told me 
It's just K-cups are so unfriendly to the environment. They are so unfriendly to the environment. The plastic, the thing that you just throw away. And so I finally bought a little, um, it's a, it's like a plastic refillable thing that you put coffee grounds in. So I don't keep using these K-cups that just are adding to to the waste and they're so unfriendly to the environment. I feel like K-cups is an invention that has just done more harm than good. Don't you think? Yeah, where they're all going to the landfill. Yes. The plastic. Can you recycle K-cups? I do instant coffee at the house. But can you recycle K-cups? I don't know if you can or not because the, the coffee grinds and everything inside mm-hmm. those K-cups, unless I guess you peel it off, rinse them out, and then throw it in the recycling bin because you don't want those coffee grinds going to the recycling center. Yeah, I don't know if you can or not, but I'll be honest. I I always just threw them in the mm-hmm. trash, and that wasn't the smartest thing to do. So I got, I actually got a couple of those uh, refillable ones. I got some some coffee grounds, a coffee that I really like. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing better because I've been doing bad for far too long. And I just, I, the convenience of them, uh, the the Keurig machines, just pop it in, boom, there's your cup of coffee. It's just been so convenient. But I really feel like those darn K-cups, uh, those are an invention that has done way more harm than good. What else? 702-364-9400. This new thing comes along, it's all great, and then you realize, man, we, this is something we really didn't need. What is it? Toilet seat covers. There's paper toilet seat covers. Maybe it's just me, but I have the hardest time with those things. I'm running in there, and I got to use the bathroom really bad. I'm like, all right, let me grab one of these toilet seat covers. First off, trying to get one out. Nine times out of ten, for me, I pull like five of them out, and then try to place it on the seat. And by the time I go to drop the pants and go to sit down in the seat, there's so much wind motion going on that the thing falls into the toilet. I don't even get to use it or tears and half my butt's exposed to the toilet seat where it doesn't flap down all the way and it's just like all paper and I got to kind of pee through the thing to to bust it open. So to me, toilet seat covers, they're more harm than good. A, a couple of things on the toilet seat yes, covers. Please. One, the, I think you are supposed to pee to get it to go down. It's not, you're not supposed to punch a hole through. It's not like prices, right? Where you punch the hole and get the product. That's what I do. And then no, I get my hand wet. You're not supposed to punch the hole. And secondly, you're doing it wrong. You got to put it, you don't put it in the shape of the toilet. You put it in sideways and it won't fall in anymore. Okay. Well, l- let me go back to your pee thing. What if your pee stream is not strong enough to puncture through it then? I've been in that situation before. Then it's time to probably get your prostate checked. <laughs> <laughs> if your pee stream is Sometimes so Sometimes it doesn't. It just, it just doesn't like it do the punch it through. Okay. So there's that issue. But well, then- why are you, wait, why are you putting a toilet seat cover down? Wait, are you standing and putting a toilet seat cover down? If I got it, if I'm, I'm going, if I'm going number two in there. Oh, okay. So, okay, okay. Now that makes sense. Oh, so you're sitting down. Yeah, and you're so, peeing. so I lay it down. So I sit down. I, I don't pee first, then sit down. So if I got, if I'm going number two. Okay, okay. You, you sit down and then you start to start to pee. And sometimes I've caught it where it just doesn't open up, or it's a slow open on that the flap opening. That 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 cover is pretty flimsy. I mean, it's got to be a real light stream if you're not able to. Mm-hmm. I I swear I can just you know sneeze and then all of a sudden the sneeze droplets go and it's like <laughs> wide open but you got to put it on the toilet sideways so normally i place it like this okay mm-hmm. you're saying to put it like this yeah go try it go get your cell phone go go in the bathroom and look at the difference you can even blow on it it's Steph, not gonna come here and run the board it's not gonna do anything all right it's it, th- i i'm surprised i've never taught you that trick before i could have sworn that i've mentioned that now jc's walking out he's calling the hotline Steph is in there. Hi, Steph. Hey, I get to see you. I never get to see you. This is wonderful. Okay. JC, are you there? 
I'm walking in there right now. Okay, so go to the bathroom and grab a toilet seat cover. You don't have to. You don't have to go to the bathroom for us, but just right, um. There you go. Taking it out. Take it out now. Put it sideways instead. First off, the first one rips. That's no good. Okay. Drop. Here's the second one. Taking out gently with two hands. Put it sideways. Way too sideways. All right. And then like blow or something. Well, I'm sitting on it just to get the feel of my pants. It's not going to move. It's not moving, but that seems like it's harder. It's going to be harder to break that seal with my pee because it's sideways. What does that have to do with anything? It's still paper. It's this. It's it's paper sideways. It's paper long ways. It doesn't matter. It, it did say. Tell you that much, Mercedes. This is a game changer. The thing did say on the toilet seat. It didn't come off when I went to sit down on it. <laughs> <laughs> Very excited about. Is this. there anyone in the bathroom with you? No, I'm, all, I'm walking back to the studio. Oh, never mind. Someone's like, hello? <laughs> Do you need help in there, JC? <laughs> that is so fun. We're getting some text here. It says, JC used two, and do you really want to sit on the same seat as everyone else? They are the greatest invention ever. Um, also, those paper covers for the toilet seat, whoever taught us how to use those, why are they so complicated? Yeah, it, it's just, it's outsmarting the system. That sideways game changer. It's a total it game really changer. It really is a game changer. Try this weekend. You'll be thanking Mercedes because it, it's a game changer for me. Thank uh, you. Um, the dry, dry eraser, who makes it? Why is that dry eraser? People are saying that's a bad invention. Bottled water. Everyone is saying that is, yeah, it's super convenient, really bad for the environment. Um... Then a lot of comments about your um, your bathroom practices, your number ones and number twos. What do they say? Not being able to break the paper. There's a t- I There's say every single time. And I got a strong stream. It's just, I use the bathroom all the time. But what about like? Doesn't it? Doesn't it break if you do the other? What, so what if it doesn't? Oh I, I don't want to roll the dice. What if it doesn't? It shouldn't be like a catch. <laughs> How forceful is it coming out? Uh, and this is going to places that yeah. I had no idea would go. Some of the other things, cigarettes. Those things ruined my life. Not the cigarettes. I'm reading some of these I'm like, comments. wow, that's no, I'm really I'm rude. I'm reading some comments. You guys are too funny. Pop-up ads. Think of all the ma- malware and viruses that people have fallen victim to because of pop-up ads. Plus, they're just annoying. Uh, high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, that's really bad. And then someone said... Search on YouTube people that open a Keurig. The sludge in the holding tank is disgusting. Yeah. Let's just not... uh, Out of sight, out of mind on that one. But at least I'm trying to do my part by getting the refillable ones. You're making some steps. I'm trying. This was the most educational thing this week, that that toilet seat cover. Game changers. It's really going to change your life. You're not going to lose another toilet seat cover ever again. (laughs) You're just not. All right. All right. (laughs) Coming up next, we got the hot three. What do you got for us? Triple A just released some holiday numbers. If you're going out of town this Hollywood, uh, this Hollywood, this holiday, Things are going to be a little more expensive. We'll explain. Also, it's World UFO Day. We're going to talk about aliens. And more than 80 people were caught in this criminal ring. Wait till you hear what it was all about. Coming up next in the Hot 3. Maroon 5, it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And next hour, 820, a chance for you to win $1,000. 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. AAA has released some stats on traveling over the 4th of July weekend, and basically everything is going to be more expensive starting... With gas, the national average this weekend will be about $3.11 per gallon, which is 43% higher than this time last year and about 2% higher than Memorial Day weekend. The state with the most expensive gas is California. That's followed by Washington, Nevada, Oregon, and Utah. And the state with the cheapest gas is Mississippi, followed by Louisiana, Texas, Alabama and Arkansas. Still, we're not close to a record yet. The average price was $4.11 in July of 2008. Prices for airfare, they're actually down a bit. Although, if you haven't bought your plane tickets for the 4th of July yet, good luck with that. <laughs> um, hotel costs are up. Mid-range places have increased between 32 and 35%, with average nightly rates ranging between $156 and $398 for a nice no-frills place. And car rental rates exploded they're up 86 percent and that's if you can even find a vehicle rental car companies have been hit hard by both the pandemic and the chip shortage that's impacting auto manufacturers that's good yeah same with just if you're looking to buy a new car the, the cars are out there but a lot of the dealerships here in town you drive by the lots and the lots are empty right now or close to being empty a dealership might get five cars sent in and those five cars are already accounted for you can jump online and buy a car and everything but there's cars that are coming in they're already sold our uh our best friend he's like he works for one of the car um companies uh-huh. that just oversees a bunch of different dealerships and and he's he told us that whenever they get new cars they can't even put them on the lot because they're already spoken for like people have already purchased them any cars that they are getting they're already sold so yeah, the lots are just completely not completely empty, but yeah, there's there's definitely not as much. And if you have a used car, he was saying you may want to consider selling it to the dealerships. You could probably he goes in some cases I've seen people getting more money than what they paid for the car on them. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's crazy. I've been doing some work with Volkswagen, and they sent me they sent me an email yesterday going, uh, we need the car back asap. Yeah, can we please <laughs> we sold it? Get it back to us now. Um, also, this morning today is World UFO Day, the anniversary of when aliens supposedly crash landed in Roswell, New Mexico, in 1947. So here's a question. What is the first thing you would do if there was an actual alien invasion? 80% of people in a new poll said they've thought about it before. And here are some of the most common answers. Number one was just hope experts and government officials would work it out. (laughs) You've got this covered. Don't worry. Uh, Panic. Start hoarding supplies. Barricade your doors and windows. Get as far away as you can from all major cities and turn off all your lights so the aliens won't think you're home. Those are some of the things people said they do if aliens let us in. I saw you turn the light off, please. They must not be home. We'll come back later. Uh, Some of the other things are start working on a bunker, start gathering weapons, and call your boss to let them know you will not be coming into work. Well, I think it all depends. Is it a friendly invasion? And they're down here like, what's up? We are here. We want to hang out. Or are they coming down like, you are all doomed. I I think it's all in the approach. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to approach them in a way that is not threatening. And then we can be friends here. You could have either your E.T. or you can have like your alien from Alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, which one do you want to go with? Let's just be nice like E.T. Yeah, I want the E.T. And then why have they come looking for the, their, their, if the, that Roswell crash took place? Why have they come looking for the, those aliens? Like if, you, if, if that's your husband, hey, I'm going on a flight. I think we're going to 
Circle Earth, come back. Okay, cool. He doesn't come back. Wouldn't you send out a search party to find out what happened? Well, it could be like the reverse Armageddon. Like that guy was their sacrifice for all of mankind. <laughs> Spoiler alert. But, you know, uh-huh. like, oh, oh, Harry, he went down to Earth and yeah, there is life there. And he did it for us. He did it for us. Today we him. claim our independence. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we got to play that clip at some point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, finally. Oh, no, wait. I'm mixing Independence and Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, yes, Armageddon was the asteroid. Yeah, that's the one I was talking to, mm-hmm. not Independence. Independence Day was the Bill Pullman speech. <laughs> okay, uh, finally this morning, authorities in Montgomery County, Texas, near Houston, have just completed an eight-month investigation that uncovered an illegal underground crime ring known as Dark Side. More than 80 people involved with Dark Side have been identified. And what kind of crime? Was Darkseid wrapped up in? They were producing counterfeit coupons. You know, like 50 cents off toothpaste, diapers, cleaning wipes, soap. But they were allegedly doing it on a large scale nationwide. And one individual somehow purchased more than $200,000 worth of items from different stores in just one year using these fake coupons. That's nearly $550 a day. The thieves made it look like they these were discounts from manufacturers and they stole items from places like Walmart, Target, Walgreens, and then they'd sell the items at flea markets and online. The coupons only looked legit. They wouldn't actually work if you scan them, but they were so convincing that store employees would honor them anyway. One estimate claims the ring is responsible for 10 to 20 million dollars in losses. Whoa. No, with see, I used to love to use coupons, but now the like you just use the apps. You can get the mm-hmm. same discounts on those and you don't have to worry about the coupon. I don't get the newspaper anymore. Do they still have on Sundays the coupons that come with it? Do you know? My RJ is virtual, so I don't get the paper either. That was a big thing, and all the coupons were falling out. But um, but all these most of the stores now they have their you can punch in your phone number, you're a member of their club or something, and you get the discount right there. Or you have uh, one of those discount codes. Oh man, isn't that the best one? You go to check out for a store, and then you Google, you know, if they have find a coupon a code, code uh-huh. and you find find one that works. That is the best. <laughs> we have something very special coming up here in just about three minutes. A very special interview. I'm so excited to have Drew Robinson is going to be joining the show. Drew plays for the Sacramento River Cats and Las Vegas guy, born and raised, and he's he he's the survivor of an attempted suicide via gunshot wound to the head. He lost his right eye back in April of 2020. He's back playing ball now. What an inspirational story he is. He really is, and the way we got in touch with with him is really heartwarming and beautiful, and we'll talk about all of that and more coming up in just about three minutes. Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. They're the first voices I hear in the morning. On Mix 94.1. The Sacramento River Cats are playing the Las Vegas Aviators this uh, weekend. And it's going to be quite the series. And we're really excited because Las Vegas local and member of the Sacramento River Cats, Drew Robinson, is on the phone. Good morning, Drew. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? It's so good. It's so great to hear from you. I, uh, I I know that so many people just find you so inspirational, and we want to talk about you. But first, I want to bring up something that was really sweet that happened on this show. I don't know if you got word of it, but uh, apparently your dad listens to our show. <laughs> Did you know about this? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, my dad, your guys are the biggest fan, I think. So uh, it was pretty funny when he told me about it and and told me to listen to the thing. So 
it was uh it was really funny and this whole time he's been really big on getting me on the show so it's, like i said he's, he's one of you guys biggest fans so it's really funny to watch him get all giddy when we talk about it oh i love it your dad's name is daryl and we were we were talking on the air about just proud moments that we've had with your kids and i i, I do you mind if we play some of the audio for you drew yeah of course okay here we go when's the last time you cried tears of joy daryl is on the phone hi daryl what was it for you it was Tuesday night. My son was playing baseball against the Aviators, and he hit a home run. What? Who is your son? Drew Robinson. I saw that on the news. Oh, my gosh. The pride you must have felt, right? Yeah, just but the whole family and friends were there. It was pretty uh, emotional. We got through a lot for this last year, so it's been uh, a good year for him. I just want to point something out because I remember that conversation so vividly, but I remember my happy tears were like, I think I drove home from Whole Foods to my house hitting nothing but green lights. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then your dad calls in. I'm like, whoa, those are real happy tears. Drew, your story has had such an impact on so many people. And if people don't know, you were you were suffering from depression. You were you were confined by the pandemic. You were hurting. And a lot of people have been there. And And your story has really... I opened so many eyes. Uh, you survived an attempted suicide attempt via a gunshot wound to the head. You lost your right eye. This was back in April of last year. And now look at you uh, being an advocate for mental health, uh, being an extraordinary baseball player. How has this last year been for you? Yeah, I don't know how much, I don't know if you have enough time to talk about the whole year. <laughs> but this 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 year has been um has been amazing. It's it's had a lot of ups and downs, but it's something that I've been grateful for all of it. And it's something that before my incident, I wouldn't have been able to say that because any kind of little inconvenience or adversity that hit me, I almost always shut down and, and kind of try to crawl into my little hole. So being in a position now, like just having this perspective shift, being able to appreciate the good with the bad, it's, it's, a, it's just something that I, I cherish now. And it's something that I do a lot of work to try to, to try to maintain. And this whole year, um, kind of going through that with my family, so friends, support system, doctors, and all that, um, it's been it's been an amazing year and something that myself and my family are really proud of because I feel like all of us as a whole have done a lot of work to help um, other people. It's your story is just remarkable, and I was watching the documentary last night, Alive, the Drew Robinson story, and I don't know how how deep we can go into everything that went down, but my question is for you. So you you were in this, such a dark place, and during the pandemic, you were sheltered in your in your home and. And you decided to take your own life, and you went through the action of doing it. But then after, after the, the gunshot, you're, you're still alive. But your mindset was not like I want to live at that point. You just you're hearing your story, you went to bed thinking, okay, I'm going to go to bed now, and I'm going to die. This is it. This is what's going to happen. At what point did your mind shift? Of okay, I don't want to go down this road anymore. I want to live, and and there's a story I got to tell. When when was that moment? Yeah, that was about. Um... So I did it around 8 p.m. on April 16th, and I would say around like it was probably around like noon or one the next day was when the thought started popping in my head about maybe trying to call 911 to save my life because I was just I was just laying there and doing and doing in my house just completely confused. I I mean I was just pretty much for I don't know 17 18 hours I was just every second I was like okay this is it this is it this is gonna be it like this is the end this is the end and when it wasn't happening I just I couldn't figure out why and I just I was expecting something you see in the movies, and when that didn't happen, I I was just confused. So I was laying there for a while. Finally, I kind of had some, like, wrap my head around, like, maybe what was happening and 
the thought popped in my head that like the first time I looked in the mirror and saw like some of the damage, the first thought of the, towards the future was for baseball. And I, I couldn't, I didn't, couldn't control my thoughts, but baseball came in my mind. Like I'm not gonna be able to play baseball anymore. And I caught myself. And I was like, if I'm thinking about baseball, I must be thinking about the future and thinking about surviving this. Is that what I want to do? Um, so that, I mean, that hit me like, like a ton of bricks. And I was just another layer of confusion hit me. And, um, I went for the next like two or three hours, just really contemplating laying down whether I wanted to try again or wanting to call 911 to try to save myself. And luckily two hours later, I had the phone in my hand and laid and stared at it for a couple minutes and finally pressed call. And within like 10 minutes, the police and, and uh, ambulance was at my house. But yeah, I would say like, Almost 16, 17 hours after I did it, it didn't really hit me until until around that time that I had the thought of maybe trying to survive and maybe trying to help myself. So it was a heavy decision, and it's something that in the moment I didn't really realize what I was deciding until after the fact, after I woke up from my surgeries and stuff. I thought back to it. I was like, wow, I really sat there and had a chance to like decide whether I wanted to live or not. And I had this amazing moment afterwards where I just like really appreciative of it. And I, something that also like very proud of myself because I chose life and it's like the most beautiful thing. And it's something that I think back on almost daily. Yeah. I think uh, I saw a quote that you said, I was supposed to tell a story and here you are telling it to us. And, and I know you've told it to several people and to see where someone that can be at the lowest of lows. And I, you know, I just, I, I think we've all battled with our own demons and some of us have, have dealt with depression and anxiety and have thought thoughts and, and to see that, that there is, there is light at the end of the tunnel that you can keep going and to see where you, where you've come. And, and I don't expect everything to be all flowers and rainbows and roses. Now I'm sure there's still things that you're dealing with, but explain to us how it felt that at that game, that aviators, river cats came when you hit that home run in front of your family like what what was that like yeah that was uh probably the most amazing experience of my life it's something that i'm proud to say now that i just i I lost it i I got completely emotional and something (laughs) as a as myself like just the person i was i would probably try to hide that in the past but it's something i was like totally embracing and it's something that just hit me and i totally lost my emotions looking up touching home plate and looking up and like locking eyes with Diana, locking eyes with my family and like just pointing to them and sharing that moment um, was something I'll never forget. And it's also one of the things that runs to my mind almost daily. The, you know, the tradition is baseball. When the away team hits a home run, they, they throw the ball back onto the field. Do they, since you, I mean, you are a hometown kid, but you're the away team. Do they throw the ball back on the field? Did you get that ball? Did you get that home run ball? Yeah. Yeah, I did get the ball. It was actually a pretty, pretty wild experience, too, because I was playing right field that day, and in right field, the bullpens are right there, and the closest bullpen is the other like, is the aviator's bullpen. And when I was running out there the next inning to, to warm up in between innings, the aviator's players got my attention. Like, hey, we got the ball. We're, we're going to give it to the clubhouse manager. He's going to bring it over. And they and some of them like shared like, some gra- congratulations to me. So that was something that was definitely – a new experience, like having the other team congratulate me for hitting a home run against them. But hey, <laughs> you're our hometown yeah. hero. Are you kidding? We're going to cheer for you no yeah. matter what. Las Vegas got your back. What about when you get ready for a game? What's what's on your pregame playlist? What music hypes you up and gets you ready to go? Oh, dang. Um, so usually we just have one loudspeaker in the clubhouse, and whoever's on the ox that day is just bumping whatever they're feeling. And so 
we don't I don't really have like a routine of my own music, but I I'm a big um old school hip hop fan. Um I've I've lately I've been getting into country. It's fun to sing along to country. So I, I I've been all I'm all over the place when I come to music, but in the clubhouse it's even more all over the place because guys are just throwing on whatever random song they can think of. Is there a song that you just know by heart that's loud? That's old school hip hop that you just know by heart that you could sing a couple bars right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm like notoriously known for rapping every every word to the Humpty Dance by Digital Underground. <laughs> All right, stop what you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, no, you finished. Yeah, Drew. You, Come on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you used to. I look funny, but you're all making money. See. Man, I love this. Oh, my God. You are. That's my favorite kind of music, too. So we just bonded. Do they play it? They need to play this at, 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 at the ballpark when you're walking up to the plate. They need, they need our hometown guy. We need that music playing when he takes take the plate tonight. Yeah. Is that your walk-up music, the Humpty Dance? Um, so I, I, don't, I don't have the guts to do that one just because it's, <laughs> the wording is a little aggressive. But <laughs> I think you should have some salt and pepper. And when you go up, it's like, what a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that either. Mercedes and I are going to make some calls. So when, yes. you t- when, when you walk out there tonight, you're Humpty Dance. You know where that came from. <laughs> That's awesome. We, uh, we, we just, we really enjoy seeing your success and the fact that you are not you are so forthcoming with what you've been through what you continue to go through I know it's saving lives I know it's helping people and we're just we're really happy for you and your whole family I know your dad he just truly your biggest fan like it gets me choked up talking about how much he loves you because you can hear it in his voice and uh, we're so happy that you're back in town I mean be a little easy on the aviators if you can I mean they are our team but we do root for you so (laughs) yeah I think it's funny how my dad just like subtly just called in and just dropped that big bomb on you guys like just had a very, very casually, like, oh, yeah. Did you hear the surprise? Sorry, yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I saw this on the news. <laughs> yeah, my son yeah. hit a home run. I'm like, wow. Yeah, he's, he's the best, though. He's so funny. Well, good luck to you this weekend. We'll get him weekend. a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, right. A Mercedes in the morning T-shirt. Maybe he'll like that. I mean, yeah, sure, his son is a big star, but maybe he'll like our T-shirt. <laughs> Drew, best of luck to you, buddy. And we'll be rooting for you in in the game, in life, in everything. And you have an open invitation to come on the show anytime. We would love to stay in touch with you. All right, perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks, right, Drew. Thanks, buddy. We'll Take talk to you later. Right. Wow. Amazing story right there. Incredible man. Yes, he is. And helping a lot of people, whether he knows it or not. Um, I'm sure someone probably just listened to him talk and, and really opened opened up their mind to a lot of things. And it just really appreciate the time. And shout out to Daryl. What's up, buddy? You, you have an open invitation to call in anytime, too, whether you're bragging about your son or not. But we love to hear the bragging. Not going to lie. <laughs> yes, yeah, great bragging. And we'll get that shirt to you. Oh, the entire family. Yeah. Every member of the family will get a shirt. Coming up still this hour in just about six, seven minutes here. Your chance to win $1,000 with Mix 94.1's cash code. It's Mercedes in the morning. Wow. 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 And now the Oh Wow Wheels. Wow. Okay, we are ready to kick off the weekend. Let's do it with the Oh Wow Wheel. One of us is going to play a song that's going to make you say, Oh Wow. And the category in honor of the 4th of July weekend, a lot of people are going to do some partying, some some barbecuing, and we want to hear like those 
backyard barbecue vibe jam. So that's what we've gone with today. I mean, it's really a matter of perspective. What's considered a jam in your book? And we're going to find out here shortly. And it is landed on Steph. Ah, Steph. Now, Steph, it is, uh, it's on you, and if you get the veto, it's going to move over to you, Jamie. Ow. That was loud. Jeez. Man. Um, Mad over there. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, so it'll move to you, JC, and uh, I have the veto, that means. Ooh, okay. Oh, all right. So this weekend, 4th of July, I can already see myself by the pool. My husband, James, is grilling, and this song is in the background. I'm drinking a White Claw in hand, and this song is playing. <laughs> One more time. Daft Punk. It's more like one more club. Let's go and celebrate. I like it. I like the vibes. It plays. All five minutes of it. Let's mix that in 4.1. We're taking the morning. Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. The Friday Rewind is up next hour. This is the Friday morning Oahu Wheel. That was Steph's pick for her summer backyard barbecue vibe song, Daft Punk, one more time. If it would have gotten the veto, it would have gone to you, JC. What would you have picked? This is a song that I just, when I hear it, I go back to like the, the 90s. My buddies playing this song, hanging out at their house in the backyard, like no stresses in the world. It's like this and like that and like this, Santa. It's like that and like this and like that, Anna. It's like this and like that and like this, Santa. My buddy Andy Shaw loves Dr. Dre, loves Snoop. He was the one that introduced me to them back in the 90s. Nice. Alright, if it would have uh, landed on me, I I it didn't I didn't pick a song this morning, so I was like last minute, but then when we were talking uh just a, a little while ago to Drew Robinson, he mentioned this song. I even got my own dad. Nice. They're Humpty Dance, and I was gonna play the Humpty Dance for Drew. Both of our songs, who play next hour? Who knows with the Friday Rewind, so make sure you keep it here. That was a good song, though, Steph. That was a nice uh, nice feel to that song. Uh-huh. And then, I, like I said, the, the change of the song, One More Claw. Yeah, let's like <laughs> let's make a deal from here on out to keep our songs no longer than four minutes. <laughs> Darn it. Okay. That was a very long song. <laughs> noted. I, I noted. I, I noticed our boss wants to be with us after the show, and I was like, now, did that come before or after <laughs> that song? It is time to win right now looking for caller 20 at 702-364-9400 caller 20 that's you you get to play heads up and it's a cool prize for you yeah we are giving you a pair of tickets to see chelsea handler at the mirage she's going to be there on july 10th and if you want to go we've got your category ready to go it's friday one category left and it is canada you do get to pick your partner and if you get six answers in 60 seconds you're going to win caller 20 is playing right now 702-364-9400 here is Willow Taylor Swift. It's on Mix 94.1. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix 94.1. Angela, your caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get your category for you. It's Canada. So National Canada Day was yesterday. And these are all things that are popular in Canada, Okay. Oh, boy. I know, right? <laughs> uh, who do you want to pick as your partner? I think I'll go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Angela, it's very simple. 
I said all right. I'm, I'm sorry. nervous. No, I'm you, 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 you relax. You're going to be fine. I was mad at myself for saying the word all right again. But here we go. It's very simple. 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You'll get tickets to go see Chelsea Handler at the Mirage. Ladies, you start now. This is the sport that the Golden Knights play? Hockey. Yes. This is a, a famous dish that they have up there with gravy, cheese curds, all on top of... Um. I'm not sure. Pass. Oh, pass. Okay. This is uh, the maple leaves are in this city. Oh, uh, Toronto. Yes. This is what the team I was just talking about from Toronto. Oh, oh, oh the maple leaves. <laughs> what What are the things that grow on uh, if it's uh, a oh the maple. A leaf? A maple? Yes. It's a maple leaf. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, this is um, a big animal, and um, they make... An elk, a uh, buffalo. Uh, keep going. Um, um, like, uh, gosh, I don't even know. <laughs> a bull. It's not... Oh, I'm going to just pass. Um, this is the guy that sings Holy and Peaches. He's Ten from uh, He's from Canada. Oh, oh who sings Holy? Leave it. I got my peaches down in Joe. Yes, this is um oh, oh, oh darn it Canada. oh Canada uh, we um no. we got stuck on a moose I don't what even know the food? Uh, it, the food was poutine poutine oh poutine I'm so my sister was so sad <laughs> Angela hang on the line we are gonna make sure you don't walk away empty handed we're gonna make sure you guys get a prize I'm so sorry um that that was a tough one uh, how do you make a clue for moose is there a famous moose moose oh I could have said McGillicuddy or Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle oh now I'm thinking of all this stuff I'm so sorry okay hang on the line that means caller 20 you're going to win these tickets to see Chelsea Handler at the Mirage on July 20th. Or just July 10th, sorry. July 10th. There you go. 702-364-9400. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. A Canadian basketball player who's headed to the Olympics will now be able to bring her three-month-old daughter along. Kim Goucher, who is breastfeeding her baby girl, previously said that the International Olympic Committee was forcing her to make a difficult choice, either skip the Olympics or spend 28 days in Tokyo without her daughter. The IOC had said no family could travel to Tokyo because of COVID restrictions, but Goucher pointed out that international media and sponsors they're being allowed to attend the olympics the 37 year old athlete made an emotional plea on instagram to have her baby travel to the games with her and it worked the ioc has announced that nursing mothers will now be allowed to bring their babies to tokyo the new policy affects other athletes who qualified for the olympics including u.s soccer star alex morgan whose daughter charlie was born in 2020 and has been able to travel with her mom gaucher calls it the right decision for women in sports yeah Absolutely. Couldn't couldn't uh, agree with her more. I'm glad that she spoke out, and I'm glad that they made the right mm-hmm. call on that one. Also this morning, a new poll looked at people's relationships with their cars. And they're mostly favorable, since, let's be honest, some people spend as much time in their cars as they do with their own families. <laughs> so what are some of the most memorable things that people do in their cars? Well, 48% of people say they enjoy talking to themselves in the car. I Only 48%? 52% of you do not talk to yourselves in your car. What are you guys doing? Yeah, come on. 42% of people say they cry in their car. 40% say they've had epiphanies. You're driving and then all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, something comes to you. Oh, 
Yes. Uh, that happens to me quite. I think I do some of my best thinking in the car when I'm driving. The open road. Yeah. yeah. Clear your mind. Some good music going on. 37% say they actually shop online while in their car. And uh, 21% like to take suggestive selfies or social media posts. Why is the lighting so good in a car? That's a thing. I've done the car selfie plenty of times. And it's like, that's the best lighting you will find in the car. And I have so many buddies that do videos, too, in the car. Uh, maybe because they're inspired. They had that, that epiphany while they're driving. So they fire up their phone and record a video and post it as, as they're driving along. It's like, ah, can you use my eyes on the road at some one point, please? I, like, I'm, I'm somewhat okay with it if it's like in a stand on the car. But when they're holding it and driving, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what are you doing? How do you get that message out there? Pippity King, yeah. you might lose it, so you got to get it out there. I don't really want to hear your uh, discussion on over or under for the toilet paper while you're driving. I can wait. Finally, this morning... This is a rarity for dumb criminal stories. It's a two-for-one deal, actually. A cop near Minneapolis recently saw a car pull through a stoplight, just roll through a stoplight, and then pulled it over. But the guy behind the wheel didn't stop right away. It turned out he was drunk, so he got his passenger to switch seats with him. The police report said they started to slow down, but they didn't stop, and the cop could clearly see them swapping seats. So it was a dumb thing to do, especially because... The passenger was also drunk. Both of them had bloodshot eyes and failed a breathalyzer. He was three times the legal limit. She was twice the legal limit. So less drunk, but still very drunk. And because the car was in motion when they switched seats, they both got arrested for drunk driving. It's not clear if she had any DUIs before, but it's the guy's fourth in 10 years. So this one is a felony. To me, that does seem just impossible. Car is still moving and you're trying to change seats with the passenger and do it at a level that's below the, the rear window so the, the officer does not see in, that's next to near impossible to do. That'll be on our next Try It Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Let's go outside. Let. Let's go outside and try it. <laughs> Nine o'clock, we kick off the Friday Rewind. You got a request? Send it in now. 702-364-9400. That's the latest from Marshmallow and the Jonas Brothers. Leave Before You Love Me on Mix 94.1. It's 8.55, Mercedes in the morning. A woman in Wisconsin has set a Guinness World Record for the largest Smurf collection. She's 47 years old. She began collecting Smurfs when she was about six or seven years old. And she has more than 11,455 unique Smurf collectibles. Everything from beach towels to hairbrushes to toothbrushes to, to lip balm to ketchup to mayo Stuffed animals, figurines, all of it. She's she's got the world record for the biggest Smurf collection. As a kid, I, I collected those little Smurf figurine toys. Maybe they're like two inches tall. I remember those, yeah. And we had so many of those. I collected them. My brother collected them. My sister collected them. I had a bunch of them. And I even had, because the Smurfs lived in mushroom houses. And I had a little mushroom house that we played with as well. That's really cool. I, didn't, I maybe had 20 of them. Not even... Can't even touch this lady's record. What do you think? Like, does everybody have a collection of some sort? Not necessarily this big. Obviously, it's Guinness World Record. But if I if I went to your house and I said, "Okay, show me your biggest collection. What's the thing you have the most of in your house? What would it be?" Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. What is your biggest collection of? In my house, it's my WWF from the eighties 
old school LGN figurines. They're like the big ones back in the 80s. They're like six inches tall. And I started collecting these during the pandemic. I didn't have one. I had them as a kid. But I started collecting them during the pandemic because I wanted to collect as many as I can. And then once my brother's kids get into wrestling, that's going to be my gift. Once they become big fans of wrestling, assuming that they do, like my brother and I are, my gift is going to be these figurines from the 80s that are really hard to find. And during the pandemic, I was buying like one or two a week, kind of stopped doing it, but started redoing it about a month ago. I would say I have close to 30 figures right now. Oh, wow. That's pretty impressive. That's a lot. And it's fun, too, because like I go on eBay and, and search to find the ones I need to get or... I'll go downtown to some of these vintage stores and stuff, and they have them, some of them for sale. And it's, it's kind of fun looking for – because now I'm getting to have to find the ones that are harder to find. It's kind of a challenge now. What do, What is it that you have? 702-364-9400, your biggest, biggest collection that you have. Obviously not as big as the Smurfs, but uh, this one just came in. It says shot glasses and crystal figurines. What are the what are the figurines of? Are they just various things? They're all made out of crystal. I'm curious on that one. What do you have? What would it be for you in your house? Um, I was thinking about this. It's either my sneakers, but it's not like that's not really a collection. I don't collect them. I just get them. Um, and I don't even get them. My husband gets them for me. So either my sneaker collection or I I do collect angels. I like that is something I I started collecting when I was a kid. Just little any kind of angel figurine, whether maybe it's a pin or maybe it's a a pendant. Um, And I do have a lot of like crystal angel figurines. And my mom for Christmas every year gets me an angel of some sort, Um, whether it's an angel ornament or like a little metal angel or whatever i i do collect angels i have a ton of them in fact we just put away a curio cabinet i was like i want this curio cabinet out of here and had all my angels in there so i had to i packed up all my angels and they're all in a box right now (laughs) i feel so bad the angels are like gosh how rude we've been here for you this whole time and now you just throw us in a box my wrestling figures are in a a drawer too in a downstairs closet too it's a big old school cabin uh, cabinet filing cabinet that we have and they're inside there why do we just store our stuff away your angels were on display and now they're hidden from everyone i know i feel so bad uh this one says lego star wars mini figurines or mini mini figures uh this one says i collect heart-shaped rocks that i find on vacation i'm gonna have i'm gonna keep your number because if i see some i'll grab them for you uh panda bears Ken says, my kids. <laughs> That's your biggest collection. Beanie Babies. Oh, matchbooks started in the 70s. My dad used to collect matches. Everywhere we went, he'd grab some matches, uh-huh. and then we, he'd throw them in this big matches bowl that we had at our house. That was a big one. Do you guys still have them? Because that'd be cool, especially for like old school restaurants in the 70s and 80s that maybe aren't around anymore to see stuff like that. I'm sure they're somewhere in my mom's house. It just seems like it's a bit of a fire hazard, though, right? Thousands <laughs> of matches. Be careful where you store those. Um, and then this one says my wife collect turtle figurines little ashtray salt and pepper or uh every time you go out of town grab one where you have traveled oh boy anonymous has uh over 400 various um adult toys one for every day of the year and then some and then some mm-hmm, and then share <laughs> Hey, 
Mixed 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's the Friday Rewind. In just about four minutes, a chance for you to win $1,000 with Mixed 94.1's cash code. But it is time for our Friday Rewind quiz. Okay, what, what year are we going to? Going back to the 80s, 1984, because I just saw this article. The Sun did a poll asking people what the best year of music was. Okay. And the results had 1984 as number one. Oh, wow. All right. So... Is this what we're doing, like the best songs of? No, we're looking for the number one song on this day back in 1984. But that's why I'm going with 1984. I just saw this interesting article. The big movies in the theater at this time back in 1984, The NeverEnding Story, Revenge of the Nerds, and Purple Rain. I got four songs for you to choose from. Tell me which song was number one on this day in 1984. Was it Cyndi Lauper? Did Prince have the number one song? Oh, man. These are all so good. Did the boss have the number one song? Did Huey Lewis in the News have the number one song on this day back in 1984? Four to choose from. Hmm. I know that Time After Time was huge, and I, I believe it did hit number one. I just don't know if it was like this specific week. But I just, I feel like Prince just, I think it was, it's got to be Prince. I'm going to go with Prince, final answer. Purple Rain had just come out, this big movie. Yeah. Prince. Prince? Yeah. The number one song, by the way, all four of these songs in the top ten back on this day in 1984. But the number one song in the country. Prince. Yay, I finally got one. I have been like on a losing streak lately. This is fast. So that means we play it. The number one song back in 1984, July 2nd, Prince, When Doves Cry. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. Continuing on with the Friday Rewind, a great request here. Great request. Are you kidding? We're like ecstatic over this request because it's come in several times. After our interview this morning with Drew Robinson, he said one of his favorite songs is like old school hip hop. And so one of them that he sang on the show was Humpty Dance by Digital Underground. And it is on the Friday Rewind. What you're doing, cause I'm about- it's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, the Friday Rewind. Do you have a song you want to get on the radio? Text us at 702-364-9400 and also have that number ready because coming up in about 10 minutes, we have your tickets to Disneyland. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending Woo! on Mix 94.1. Gwen Stefani and Blake Shelton are trending this morning. It looks like they could add the fireworks to the 4th of July weekend. According to TMZ, Blake and Gwen applied for a marriage license earlier this week in Oklahoma, requiring them to wed within 10 days of their application. 
So based on sources close to the couple, the intimate event is planned for tomorrow. TMZ is also reporting that the couple has an entire weekend of activities and celebrations planned, but they're they're going to stay a bit flexible. I guess the weather has kind of been rough down there. Not just heat, but there's been a lot of rain also. So they're kind of playing things by ear. Word is that the kids are already there and that they sent their private plane to L.A. yesterday to pick up Gwen's immediate family, and it's going to be small, it's going to be intimate, and it's going to be family only. Good for them. And there's been rumors that, oh, they got all the tabloids. They got married, they got married, they got married. It sounds like they officially will be married this weekend. That's very exciting. I can't wait to report back on that one. Also trending this morning is Elvis Presley. Do you want Elvis all day, every day? Well, now you can, thanks to a new Elvis streaming channel. It's going to be free, and it'll show Elvis films, documentaries, and archives footage. They'll also showcase related artists like Johnny Cash, Roy Orbison. The Elvis Presley channel will be available in the United States and Canada, and it's going to launch in early 2022. And Presley, he appeared in over 30 films, including Jailhouse Rock, Viva Las Vegas, Fun in Alcapulco, and Change of Habits. So... The International Hotel opened July 2nd, 1969. Elvis arrived there at the end of July in 69. Over 600 sold-out shows at that hotel, which is now the Westgate. That's you know. so crazy. I did, like, I had, we all know he's huge, but I didn't know it was that many shows. It was like, at one point, he was doing two shows a night. There was an early dinner show, and then there was a late show. Two shows a night. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I'll check out the Elvis channel. I am not, I'm not like a super fan, but I like the history, you know, the history oh, yeah. that's there. It's really fascinating. And then finally this morning, jorts. Jorts are trending. Why are jorts trending? Well, in the world of men's fashion, there's some interesting items making a comeback. Uh, the fanny pack, that was elevated to the It Bag, Prada, Fendi, Gucci, they all make them. Then you had Crocs, those kind of morphed into a hot ticket item, thanks in part to collaborations with Balenciaga and, and Justin Bieber. And now jorts, aka jean shorts, they're back in style for you guys. The global VP of men's design at Levi said jean shorts are definitely making a comeback for the summer of 2021. An outdoor gear company called Hand Up Gloves that sell jorts, they sell $40 uh pairs of jorts they say they're flying off the shelves they cannot keep them in stock and according to their head of marketing it's it's nostalgia that's bringing them back i think us ladies we've been wearing jean shorts but it's just different it's a different look on guys <laughs> wearing up so if you're going for that john cena look it's coming back you're you're welcome and that's what's trending It'll be a party in the LV with Miley this weekend. She's going to be performing over at the Zook Nightclub over at Resorts World. And Becca might be having, Rebecca might be having a party. Good morning, your caller 20. Congratulations, Rebecca. You just got yourself a four pack of two day one park tickets to visit the Disneyland Resort and experience Avengers Campus at Disney's California Adventure. I'm so excited. That's phenomenal. Thank you so much. I couldn't hear words you're saying because Steph and I were messing around with the board and stuff. Was there a plow sound effect Yeah, happening? it was so loud I couldn't hear I couldn't either. I was like, is, is she still on there? Something, someone is turning stuff on and off right now, so I'm turning things back on. This is so awesome, Rebecca. Congratulations. I, I couldn't even hear what you said, you. Mercedes. You told her she won, right? Yeah, she, she knows she won. You're ready to go, aren't you, Rebecca? I am. I am so ready. Well, if you if you want to win more tickets, we're going to give some more away later on today, right, JC? Yeah, Heather has them in the 1 o'clock hour. 
hour. And also, Rebecca, you're also qualified for that grand prize, the vacation for four, including a two-night hotel stay and three-day, one-park-per-day tickets. Congratulations. Lenny Kravitz wrapping up the Friday Rewind. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. And make sure you join us tomorrow, America's Birthday Party Parade, a Summerlin Community Celebration. We are going to be out by the Trails Community Center and having a a great celebration. Last year, the, the parade was canceled because of the pandemic it's back it's 30 minute energetic mobile show celebrating america's birthday will be a part of it the drum bots the desert angels gospel choir choir all sorts of floats balloons it's going to be a lot of fun here's the key though it starts at 9 a.m promptly so make sure you are there you don't want to miss any of it and the parade route is a little bit shorter than it has been in years past. So if you want all the details on that, just go to SummerlinPatrioticParade.com and you can see all the details on that. It's going to be a blast. We're going to be on a float. having a. I'm looking forward to it. It's so much fun. You it's, nailed it right there. It's, it's going to be good. It's going to be fun. So have a great weekend, everyone. Heather is on the way next, and that's it for us. Have a happy 4th of July, and that'll do it for show number 1443 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns Monday morning.